Don't you just feel sometimes like you forgot how to poop properly? Uh, um, what? Are we recording? Yes. Oh, uh, hello. Um, so we're checking in with you again uh, because <laughs> something happened in Devil's Town. Um, Woo! Devil's Town. Well, Ricky's very excited. So Woo! the long and short of it is uh, good old Damon Severson, the longest tenured devil, is no longer a devil. And I, I think... Get the fuck out of here! So we're we're gonna ask Ricky how he feels about that uh, <laughs> shortly, and it may surprise you. Um, but I don't think anybody thought he was gonna be here next year. But the way that this has gone down is kind of kind of surprising. So in the he, most amazing way possible. Yeah, it was the rare sign and trade. Um, he is now a Columbus Blue Jacket. The Devils received the Calgary Flames third round pick in the draft. It was like 80th overall or something. But <clears throat> Severson signs an eight-year, $50 million deal uh, to be a Columbus Blue Jacket. And okay. Uh, I mean, look, right off the bat, Tom Fitzgerald got so snubbed uh, oh. with GM of the year. And, and not even with this move. <clears throat> like, all the trades he made to put this team together, the free agent signings, the drafting, the personnel, like, he doesn't miss. And and he is so good that the only thing our fans can argue over is Chase Stillman, which <laughs> at this point the Devils don't need him to to pan out. Like the I'll system. T- I'll is... tell you what. I'll tell you when they will need him. I'll tell when you Michael, what. When Michael McLeod inevitably gets arrested, and we need a, a fourth line center. There's your fourth line center. Well, we're going to need that investigation to wrap up ASAP. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. The way this shit works, I wouldn't be surprised if the day after Vegas yep. wins wins the cup, uh, yep. they announce the findings. But you know, again, that that's all we have to argue about because Fitz has been so good. So to get a third round pick for a player that was leaving anyway, and that's not nothing. These picks are the exact picks that he will use to steal a player from a cash uh, cap strap team. I so, already got the guy. Go for it. But before that, I'm going to give a shout out to our buddy Shark Week. He uh, he tweeted out that some recent Devils third round picks: Nico Dawes, Graham Clark, uh, Fabian Zetterlin, and Riley Walsh. I'll skip the other guy because I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's not that good. But um, that's again, and they've also acquired uh, Marino and Vitek for third round picks. So that that's you know really good bit of business by by Fitz, obviously. But the guy I obviously have my 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 mind on based on a lot of things and a tweet that also came out that he might be available is Tom Wilson. Um, See, I'm going back to the probably, trade deadline. I it might him. take more. It might take more to get him than a third, but I think that third is a valuable enough pick where, you know, they have contract negotiations have not started with Washington um, and teams are wondering if he's available. I would take him in a heartbeat. Maybe third plus prospect. Yeah. You know, because that's the direction Washington's headed in. I mean, I wanted Tom Wilson um, at the trade deadline. So, yeah. you know, he's he's that kind of guy. He plays hockey well enough that, you know, you can stand his, his antics. And the Devils need a guy like him. Like, I'm watching these finals, and 
in the first like five minutes of every game, you're just like, the Devils would not have survived this <laughs> because these teams play so heavy and so physical. Like, um, so, all right, let's, I mean, let's talk about the main story. So I know you're, you're obviously very happy. Um, you know, I want to, I want to go first I, I, though. Hold on. I want to go first though, from a Columbus Blue Jackets perspective, and then we can dive into the whole Devils thing. So they, they have now said that he was their number one target. Um, so I do think it is a good bit of business by them to spend a third rounder to get this guy under contract for eight years. When honestly, if he makes it to July 1st, that would have been, it would have been more money. It just would have. Well, so I I think, I think it's a two part thing, right? So like Mm -hmm. you said, it's a good bit of business to them to get the guy they wanted, but eight years and six, that contract is fucking ludicrous. It is. And to make it worse, Frank Saravalli tweeted what, the Blue Jackets defense looks like next year. And, you know, remember, they also, got, well, they also got Provorov, who's going to be on their second pairing. But their first pairing is going to be Wierenski and Severson. And that Im- immediately tells me that this is not going to work out for them. Because when Severson was asked to play top line minutes and have a lot more responsibility and tough matchups, that's when we're left going out of our minds because of his defensive inconsistency and the just boneheaded plays that he makes every once in a while. And it's no coincidence that once the Devils add Hamilton and then add Marino, Severson has less responsibility, less minutes, uh, better matchups, and then all of a sudden, he's playing a way better all-around game, and then his name starts to come up uh, two trade deadlines in a row um, that he could help a contender. That You know, so... I mean, the money's nuts, and the contract's nuts, and he's going to be making that money when he's 36 years old, which is... And he, he got a full no trade the first four years, and then I think year five, it's a 20-team list, and year six is a 10-team list, I think. Yeah, I mean, he'll end up being in Arizona. Um, I Arizona said it would be great. There. I said it would be fucking hilarious in five years when they inevitably still suck, and the Devils are making a push for another Stanley Cup. They go out and uh, they're looking for like a seventh, sixth, seventh D man. They go out and trade like a fifth round pick for him, and he comes back and wins a cup. Well, that I mean, be, see, that's that's the, the icing on the cake. See, that's the weird thing. Like he obviously chose to go there because he mm-hmm. still had to negotiate a deal, and he didn't mind doing the max deal. So, um, I mean, our, our good pal Casey uh, was trying to tell me that he should stay with the Devils, and my argument with him was that. Sure, he has the best chance of winning here, but he would be missing out on his biggest opportunity to cash in as a free agent. So I just didn't see him signing a one to two year deal at less money. Um, But he could have won here. Now he goes to Columbus, where immediately, instead of a team where the window is just opening, he and Johnny Gaudreau probably have two, three years left in their prime. They don't have a good enough goalie. And I mean, they have a good system, but none of those guys are ready to contribute in the NHL yet. And now you got, and now you got Babcock at, co- at coach. I'm sure he's going to put up with the kind of plays that David Severson is going to make. Well, I mean, there's no secret the guy is just an asshole. Um, yeah. yep. he's gonna he's gonna get the most out of that team, but they're still just not good enough. So he's gonna get the most out of the team. Uh, I guarantee you that him and Gaudreau are gonna butt heads at some point in the near future. Maybe not next year, but the year after. And it's not going to be pretty. And like you said, you know, I don't know. The, I don't know. I just, 
Severson, said, if, if, if I had a guess, I'd say he went for whoever was going to offer him the most amount of years. I, I bet I'm willing to bet he would have sacrificed a little bit of money. If like someone offered him four years or five years, he probably really wanted seven, eight where he knows he's going to finish out his contract. Cause you know, these guys, you know, we always think of them as, as athletes and hockey players, but you know, they have families and shit too. And I understand not wanting to constantly move your, you know, move your guys around, you know, move your family around. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's a little interesting to me that, um, you know, you're, you're saying the team that would have given him the most years, but like he didn't have the opportunity to get to July 1st. So he never even talked to any other teams. So yeah, I know, but if you think these agents don't talk to guys behind, you know, behind the scenes and stuff, of course they, they have to. Yeah. And I also wonder if he maybe got a little taste of that in, um, the trade deadline. Um, right. I'm I'm sure Fitz has been very honest with him for a while well, they, now. They said it. He said his exit interview. Fitz said, "I just can't afford you." Well, I Here. wonder if that came up during the trade deadline, and maybe he Probably. was allowed to talk to a couple teams. Like, if we had a deal here, what kind of contract would you give me? That kind of thing. Yep. Um, I I thought he would have ended up in in a place like Colorado. Um, they have two defensemen expiring: uh, Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson, and. Um, they're still in their competitive window and they could have given him a deal, but, uh, yeah, again, I just don't, I don't think anybody's going to give him eight years. I just don't think it's a good contract. Uh, the no. money I don't give a shit about, cause you know, it's, it's probably more than he's it's definitely more, more than he's worth, but the way contracts are going and the, and the salary cap's going to go up. It's, you know, in a year or two, that probably won't look as bad money wise, but eight years is just crazy for a guy who's into his 29th year. Well, and we're finding now. Um, it seems like guys are taking the job security and the financial security just as much as having a chance to win. Um, oh, for sure. Absolutely. And, and not for nothing, not only is he 29, his 29th you know, year on the earth, but he was relegated from, you know, I used that term on Twitter and someone said I was wrong. I'm not. He was relegated to third pairing. So his trajectory of his career is obviously on its downside. If you if you're telling me he's a he couldn't play top line minutes, he couldn't play second line minutes. Clearly, Dougie and Marino are better players than him right now. So that, to me, that means he's on the downside of his career. To give a guy like that eight years to put him on your top pairing when you were one of the worst teams in the league last year is just batshit crazy to me. Yeah, and I think Columbus is trying to. I don't know. I think maybe the Gaudreau signing and then how last year went was probably, you know, they're probably panicking over there, honestly, yeah, because they can't sure. rebuild now with with that Gaudreau contract. Yep. Um, so they're doing a little retool. And like, look, Provorov and Severson are going to make them better offensively. But are they, though? Well, I mean, he's a good passer for sure. But, you know, you say that, and I looked up his stats today because someone told me that, you know, he was a good player and he only was playing third pairing because blah, 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 blah. I said, you know, and he was on bad teams. I'm like, he's a negative 120 in his career. And you can't ignore the fact that he was on bad teams because he wasn't a good player. Like, some of those teams were bad because he was bad. And the, the more of the point I'm getting to, do you know how many power play goals he has in his career? Two. Just take a guess. I'm guessing two. Damon Searson. Two? 
That, come on. Six. He's been on our power play for like fucking 10 years. Why don't you just tell me? He's got 12 power play goals in his career. Yeah. I figured it had to be in the 20s or 30s. Well, With how much power play time he's gotten as a devil, I figured he had to have a lot of power play goals. Well, you're kind and of making my point for me. So I said that the, both of these players are going to make them better offensively, which I think they are, but defensively, no. And that's what you're you're talking about. Um, right. Columbus is going to give up a lot of goals. Um, and getting Provorov and Severson doesn't help that. Uh, you know, so... No. I, I don't know. I, listen, they're going to be better. And I, and I kind of told somebody earlier that I think what they're in danger of becoming is to be one of the better teams that don't make the playoffs. And that's mm-hmm. worse than tanking. Yeah, um, for sure. So because Babcock will make them a better team. And like I said, Provorov and Severson will get them some points. But other than that, I mean, well, look, the, the other rumor I saw was that apparently they're linked to Kevin Hayes. So, I mean, that's going to add just another... just getting the, the fucking infinity stone of shitty players. Like, infinity gauntlet of shitty players. Well, for I the mean, best. Yeah, I mean, Hayes had... Oh, my God. I can't believe the amount of money Kevin Hayes makes. Uh-huh. He just yeah. had his career best year last year at 54 points. Yeah, it's crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. And then Provorov... Yeah, 27 points last year, 31 the year before. He hasn't exactly been great. Severson, not great either. So I don't know. I, again, Severson is an excellent passer. I will give him that much. His outlet passes. So that will for sure help their transition game. So it, it'll be an improvement. But like you said, the, the defensive stuff, the big the big gaffes, especially when you're playing against the other team's top lines, is going to be extremely noticeable. Yeah, especially when you're playing in this division. Right, Jack you know. Hughes is going to be fucking making him look like a like a, a traffic cone. Yeah, and then he's going to have to play against Crosby and Malkin and Ovechkin and Backstrom and, um, you know, whoever the Flyers the Rangers, are wheeling out. Whoever. Rangers. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to have, you know, Zabinijad and Panarin and yeah. Ryder, and, and that's all now going to be David, Se- David Severson's responsibility when... Yep. Yeah, he was getting the bottom six of most other teams this this year. So, I mean, again, let's just go back to to Fitz. I mean, how good is this guy? Uh, it's it's almost, I'll say, borderline embarrassing, myself included, the way we treated him going into off season last year by okay. not getting Gaudreau, wow. by not getting Gaudreau, and the way we teabagged him and danced on his grave in less than a year the the not even so much the turnaround just look at how he's reshaped this roster and organization with with draft picks and 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 talent i mean it's crazy we have 35 million dollars in cap space right now they you know uh, i'm tired of talking about brat and his fucking contracts but again it seems like he's playing hardball I'm hoping they get Timo done right away. It sounds like they're working on Hall. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Um, and then you worry about Brett. If he can't get it done, just if he wants another one, two-year deal, just get rid of him. I'm done. Yeah, I think minimum three. You need to. He needs to sign. Um, and because this is getting ridiculous, and we talk about it all the time, but 
you know, the thing I worry about, which I told you the other day, is that I'm wondering, and I think Elliot Friedman kind of confirmed it today, if players are less willing this offseason to sign the majority of their career away with a with a one million bump in the cap when it's going to go up significantly more next year, and then the players will have more bargaining power. Um, but how much is that really? Because if you yeah. punt to next year, you're risking injury, you're risking having a down year. Um, so there's that to consider as well. And I mean, we know now that, that apparently there's an eight year deal on the table. I think Pierre LeBron said that. And mm-hmm. Last year, we heard that it was seven and a quarter long term. So, yeah, I'm, I'm at the point with Brat where if there's an eight year deal on the table and that first number is a seven, like he needs to sign by the draft. Um, we've I, we've gone from if he resigns to that's awesome that we got him locked up to Jesus Christ, it's finally fucking over. I don't care if he signs or not. Like we're at that territory and it's not fair, but it's just the way it is. Devils fans yeah. are getting fed up. It's three negotiations in a row that have been nightmares. Yeah. And again, I don't care if his agent's a jerk. I, I don't care what the deal is. It's up to the player at the end of the day. Um, the agent works for the player. Yeah, I mean, so, he said after the season, you know, we'll get it done. I'll, I want to be here, blah, blah, blah. So fucking go in there and get it done. Yep. I mean, at least Timo hasn't said shit, so I don't know if he wants to play here or not. I, I get... I have to assume he wants to, but who knows? Yeah, it was nice to see uh, on his Instagram. I think it was yesterday. He was working out and, you know, wearing head to toe devil's gear, Um, which is nice because I think people were trying to make a big deal. The fact that he changed his Instagram picture uh, profile picture. It's where it's not him as a devil, but Damon Severson changed his fucking like 20 minutes after he became Blue Jacket. Yeah. On on Twitter. I mean, it's just interesting, though, and and one of the other things that came out was that a casualty of these negotiations might end up being our pal Igor Sharangovich, and just, so. uh, well, yeah, I, I think he's going to be a relatively cheap player to keep, but I kind of feel bad because he he just seems like he really wants to be here. Like I was just telling you, he's on he was home in Belarus, now he's on vacation in Turkey, and. He just hangs out in in a devil's sweatshirt and a devil's hat. Like, he goes out to restaurants wearing devil stuff. Um, You know, I've never really seen that before. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't see any downside to re-signing him. Like, they didn't use him a ton this year, but he's an excellent penalty killer at the very least. Yep. And you know if you put him with Jack, you can, even if it's for a short stretch, if somebody's injured, you know he can play on the top or second line. Maybe not for long stretches at a time, but you know he's capable of it. He I just play don't anywhere. see the downside. Like, I'd rather have him in the lineup than, than Bastion. I'd rather have him than, than Wood. I'd rather have him than a lot of guys. Well, Miles Wood is the next guy. So now that Severson's gone, we've got Graves, Wood, Tatar, um, and uh, Halla as question marks and you know i, I think I just, we all think Halla stays obviously i don't think i don't think graves is going to be back really so graves don't. graves's agent said that they they had i think very preliminary talks and that not much movement yet because the devils have a lot to do a lot of work to do financially to see if they can fit him um which he's obviously talking about brad and, and meyer so We'll see. He's a guy that, you know, 
depending on the money, I'd, I'd like to have him back, but it's not like I feel like we're going to miss out if he leaves. I pers- So here's where I'm at. You have... Who your who's your your defense right now? You have Seganthaler, so Hughes, and who's on your left side? Seganthaler, Hughes, Kevin and Ball. Ball, right. And then your right side, you Nemitz, uh, Marino, and Hamilton. I I think what the Devils are going to look for is a I mean Smith too, but I think they want a bit of an upgrade over Smith. So my guess is they get someone who's going to sign for a year or two that will give them some flexibility there where they don't have to rush anybody. Um, you know, if Bull's struggling, you know, you don't want long stretches of Smith being your, your second pairing or third pairing D-man. Um, or, you know, even if Luke Hughes has some growing pains, I think it's as, as insurance, I think it wouldn't be a bad thing, but I can't see a situation where Graves is going to be like, yeah, I'll sign like a one or two year deal. I, I'm guessing he's going to probably want a decent contract. I'm not saying he's going to make a ton, but I, I feel like he probably is going to want a little more security than what the Devils are going to offer. Probably. Um, it's a Severson situation, honestly. I mean, yeah. Graves' first and best chance at getting a long-term deal. Um, so he would have to take less money, shorter years, to stay with the Devils for the opportunity to win or go somewhere else. And I wouldn't blame him if he goes and takes a five-year deal somewhere for $4.5 million or something. Yeah, he had um, stretches of being good and stretches of being awful, so I'm not going to cry. I, I don't mind him. I think he's a fine player, and he, he gives you some offense, a little, you know, an occasion here or there. But I, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Yep. Yeah. Um, to me, to me, it's to me moves like that. You're saving cap space to make a bigger move if you need to, where you're going to get Timo and you can get Brad under contract and still have room to do something else. Yep. The more yeah. guys you have on entry-level contracts, the more rookies you can play and be comfortable with, the better off you're going to be. And there's also probably going to be one to two training camp invites as well. Um, Fitz right. likes to do that, and that, that might be where the defensive depth comes in because I'm, I'm looking at free agents, and obviously we're not going after Klingberg, Eric Johnson, Matt Dumba, Dmitry Orlov, guys like that, but you go a little further down the list, um, you know, Dmitry Kulikov would be a good pickup. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else, honestly. There's not a lot. Uh, Nico Mikola, who actually looked pretty good for the Rangers. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a 27-year-old UFA. And I don't know. Not a lot going on here in free agency. Pierre-Luc Dubois is looking for $9 million a year. That dude's higher than a giraffe's dickhole. If he thinks he's getting that kind of money. That's crazy. Like I saw yeah. that yesterday. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a, a absolutely batshit crazy if anybody gives him that. Yep. I don't. I don't even think that the Canadians would give him that. Like, no, nobody's going to give him that. No, that's that's nuts. Bananas. The only team that's going to give him that is a really shitty team that has cap space. And that sure. tells you. And again, that tells you the type of player a guy, type of person, type of player it is. They're willing to take, you know, more money to play in a shitty team and just ride out their career. Then those aren't the guys I want anyway. I mean, the Habs also have no cap space right now. Yeah, yep, it's crazy. They have no caps. I still can't believe Vancouver has no no cap space, like negative cap space. Yeah, I that still think, my mind. I still think they're going to find a way to get rid of JT Miller. 
Um, uh, Pittsburgh, and, Pittsburgh is who he's been rumored to go to, and that's probably where he'll end up. I just don't, I don't think it's smart for anybody. Yeah, JT Miller and Brock Besser, I feel like, are going to be out the door, and possibly Connor Garland too. So, um, yeah, well, I mean, this will this will happen after July first when teams, you know, miss out on free agents and and go back into the trade market. And but I don't know. I, this how is the is first it? like off season where I'm like relaxed. Yeah, I'm not know. worried about going out and getting the big free agent. We got him in house. Just sign him, sign Timo, yep. sign Brett, make a move, make a trade that maybe we're not like bringing a Tom. You know, they if they bring in a Tom Wilson for basically what Severson was making. I mean, how could you not? I mean, he's making basically the same as what Severson was making. Um, and you're basically, I would say, tr- include that third round pick that you traded. You know, Severson for. And, you know, it's a win-win for me. I mean, uh, how could you be upset about that? Let me ask you this. Somebody brought this up to me. How would you feel if uh, a swap of Jesper Bratt and um, what's his name? Jesus Christ, I'm going to Alex to bring it. Um. It just depends on contracts. Well, like, both think, of them need a deal. What's I mean? Like, you know, if DeBrinket's looking for eight, nine million a year, he can eat my ass too. So it's the same boat. If he's willing to be reasonable and sign seven, seven and a half, I would do it. You got a right wing now you, you can put with Jack. I mean, that's, you know, you put Timo, Jack, and DeBrinket on the line, forget about it. Yeah, I mean but, that makes me feel better about how tiny he is when you got right you know, Timo on that line and, yep. and Jack skating, you know, circles around people. But um, that honestly might be the the route that the team has to go, um, because Debrinket is reportedly in trade discussions, um, mm-hmm. and if you really can't get a sense that you can get uh, Brat under long term contract, then why not call Ottawa and say, hey, let's let's. Uh, swap free yeah. agents like yeah, maybe you'll have better luck mm-hmm. so but i also still like i've been saying i think brat's pretty much untradeable because now this is the third year of him being difficult to negotiate with um so i don't know what we would get back for him but and here we are talking about him again he just needs to sign a fucking contract i'm so tired yeah, it's, of it's really it's really frustrating yeah it's the only thing that like with this entire team that is bothering me so, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried about Timo from the perspective. No matter what, he's on the team next year. We might have to pay him ten million dollars and worry about it during the season. But no matter what, he's going to be on the team. I can't see a situation where they trade him. Yep. So, I mean, maybe he's going to bet on himself, and maybe the Devils are going to bet on themselves. Who knows? Maybe they'll pay him the $10 million qualifying offer. Oof. I would hate it, but um, at least at least I know he'll be a devil this year, which is important to me. Getting yeah, a full so... season. And, you know, people bitch about his performance in the playoffs. Like, during that Rangers series, sure, he didn't score, but he was exactly the player you wanted. And then he missed game one in Carolina, and he's playing with a broken nose. With a, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it that... 
you know, you, you, people gloss over like playing with a cage and having a broken nose. And, you know, those are, are not easy things to play through, especially playing a physical game that he plays. So I'm willing to give him a pass on that second series. And I think he was exactly what we needed in the, in, in the Ranger series. He was in Shesterkin's head the entire series. We've talked about this a thousand times. But, you know, I, I just think he's the type of player we need. I have no nothing to say about how he played in the playoffs. It was fine. I mean, especially a guy coming over to a new team and having to adapt to a new play style, a much faster team, new teammates. Um, you know, he's fine. And honestly, if now that Severson's gone, if Graves goes to and is replaced with a Kevin Ball on a maybe a tiny bit more than the veteran minimum, um, you know, a one to two year deal at a million, a million two fifty or something, then if uh, Meyer is difficult to negotiate with, then you can afford that one year qualifying offer, no problem. Um, it, it becomes a little strange, though him making 10 million and then going into next off season, having to negotiate based off that and like, right. you know, going for a long-term deal, but actually taking a little bit of a pay cut. Um, but like yeah, you said, somebody said, I think somebody said if the devils elect arbitration, I think the most he can get is eight and a half or something like that. Which is what so I that, think he's going to end up at anyway. Right. Eight and a half, eight, seven, yep. five. Fine. Well, they just don't want to go over Jack's deal, which I don't know if that's true or not. You know what I mean? Like people keep saying that, reporting that, but I don't. Know. I don't think that's I can't, true. I can't see Brett getting more than than Jack, but I could definitely see Timo. Yeah, yeah. Which because right whatever. now, if you think about it, if if Jack was getting a contract now, he'd probably get nine, nine and a half. Yeah, and you can't hold the rest of the team in the future to a, a deal that right. you signed two years ago now. You can't, you know, and and I don't think he can. He, I think he just wants these guys signed. I think he wants to win. He wouldn't have signed here when he did for what he did if he didn't want to just win. Yeah, he also knows Jack that he's gonna absolutely cash in and crush it when, um, when he becomes a free agent, and hopefully sure. we've won a cup by then. Um, yep. but so. That reminds me, I, w- I always like to talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs because they're just such a fascinating social experiment. And <laughs> we get Kyle Dubas, who does a press conference that apparently Shanahan asked him not to do. And he said that um, he would either work for the Leafs or take some time to be with his family. He ends up getting fired and immediately takes a job in Pittsburgh. Um, but just the way Fitz is putting this team together is just the opposite of what uh Dubas did with the Leafs and it's nice to see because we could very easily have our you know have the cap stranglehold around the devil's throats with deals 11 million dollars for Jack Hughes like 9 million dollars for for Heischer and then you got Hamilton's contract and just getting these guys to commit to here at at decent numbers like you know it's just I love the way this team is put together. Yeah, and now the uh, Maple Leafs brought in Shane Doan. Which says something interesting to me about the future of the Coyotes. Yeah, well, they're, yes, and they probably brought him in so that he will convince Matthews to stay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has, I, a good, he has a good relationship with him. I think he's known him for a long time. It's crazy to me that the amount of talk that's now been going on for maybe two years about uh, Matthews bolting the first chance he gets. I don't see why he would like 
I don't know. I, mean, I guess if he just wants more money, and that's really all it comes down to. Where's he going to get it? I, I don't know. It's a big contract. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> watch him be a New York Ranger after they are, are able to get Panarin out of there. Yeah, everybody's a New York Ranger. Well, you would imagine that they would be very interested in him. Uh, you know, being an American superstar. So. But nah, I would love, I would love Neilander. That's just my pipe dream. He's got the best contract out of all those guys, and I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I, I would love. <laughs> all right, Brat for Neilander. How about that? I, I don't, I don't see what that does for Toronto. I don't really care what it does. The for Devils me. would, the Devils would take <laughs> it in a heartbeat, but I don't see what that does for Toronto. Um, it gives them a younger player that's going to put up points, and I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't was do he much. One year that. younger? Was he one year older? Uh, he's twenty-seven. Nylander. That's what twenty-five, twenty-six. Is he? yeah. He can't be that old. I think he's twenty-four, right? Is he? I thought he was older than that. Twenty-four. Right, maybe 24. not. Okay, so it's three. Okay. Yeah, but Nylander not only has. A 40 goal season and two 30 goal seasons. He also actually showed up in the playoffs. Yeah. He's got yeah. 40 points in 50 games in, in this playoff career, too. So, uh, you know, every time I go to the Devil's Cap friendly page, my first thought is holy shit, uh, Fitz has a lot of contracts to work out. Um, but secondly, uh, there will have to be some consideration to not blowing up the cap this year because Dawson Mercer needs a new deal after next season. And that's going to be a significant raise if he gets another 25-plus goals. It'll be a significant raise, but I don't think it'll be. I think it'll be more in line with Nico's deal. I think he'll get seven years, 7.25, something like that. I don't think he's at Jack Hughes' level, but I think he's maybe seven years, six and a half, something like that. Yeah. That is true, but yeah, I, I was that's that's very generous. I was thinking like I was thinking like um three years at like six and a half or something, but depends. I think they see him as the type of player they want around for a long time, and I don't I think he likes it here and he's you know I can't I don't see any reason why he wouldn't take a you know five, six year deal. Uh and then you know again, these guys are so young that you're taking these deals, you're guaranteeing yourself a shit ton of money, and you're also guaranteeing yourself, you're betting on yourself that when you're really in your prime and you've put up, you got a lot of a lot of stats on paper that you're really going to get a payday. Yep. And you know what? For the first time in a long time, I actually not worried about any of this. I, I feel and this is obviously something that winning does. I feel like everybody wants to be here. And yep. we have a good GM. We have a great system. So Whatever. So let's wrap it up. Uh, yep. All we had, you know, we had Severson and farewell to him. I will always remember the uh, rest in piss, bitch. I, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I will always remember the goalie scored against the Rangers this year. That was probably honestly his best moment as a devil. Uh, yeah. That take, overtime goal. take you and all your fucking lame ass fans and enjoy Columbus. Eat shit. Yeah. Well, his his lady and uh, Gaudreau's wife are about to be best friends uh, in misery. So, Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next time anything happens. And 
Yeah. 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 Yeah.